Before we get started, I want to let everyone know that this episode is brought to you in parts by Joe's Pizza Shop. New location at 8154 Jeanne d'Arc Boulevard in Orleans. Providing a variety of fresh pizza pies to appease the masses at the pay-per-view event, or the crispiest chicken to devour at a family get-together. The options are limitless. Support local businesses by stopping by Joe's Pizza Shop on Jeanne d'Arc Boulevard in Orleans for a fresh slice of Zaw. Now back to the episode. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Easy Conversations. Thanks a lot to everyone who listened to the last episode featuring the homie Matt and I. I hope you enjoyed listening to us give our uh, various life hacks that uh, we have discovered in the last few years and hopefully a few of them are new to yourselves and you're now able to apply those in your day-to-day lives. So now for episode 120 of Easy Conversations. I'm extremely excited, of course, to be back in the studio virtually with the homie Matt. So it's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? Hope you're having a great day. I'm pumped for tonight's episode because we have another list, and but this time we have a guest with us. It's been quite a while. Eric, why don't you introduce who, who we have with us tonight? Yes, sir. I'm very excited to reintroduce the podcast now. Second appearance on here. Much needed guest appearance and didn't disappoint the first time, so I anticipate nothing different this time. So the second time on the podcast, the homie, my cousin, Dan Deschamps. So it's up to the people. What's up, everyone? Thanks uh, again, Eric and Matt, for having me on this episode. Uh, last time I was on here, it was about nearly a year ago now, so I'm quite excited to be back on the pod. So thanks again. Yeah, I want to say it's exactly a year ago because that was episode 94, if memory serves, and we do 26 episodes a year. Now we're at 120, so if my math is right, I think that would be just that, exactly a year ago. So very excited to have you back on, Dan. And uh, yeah, for this one, 120, first of all, big number, proud. Let's quick clap for ourselves. Very happy that we made it here. And uh, yeah, for this one, we're going to be doing, like Matt said, a list of bucket list items that we have for ourselves of things we want to accomplish down the road in our lives. So doesn't really need much more explaining than that. I think we're good to dive right in there. Dan, guest of honor, you can kick us off. What's a bucket list item that you have that you'd like to share with the listeners? So when you had texted me to do this podcast about uh, some bucket list items to have in my life, right away I went uh, pen and paper, wrote down, watching every NHL game in their home arena. Mm, nice. I know me and Eric have uh, talked about that at work a few few days ago. So ironically, this is the time to speak about it. Uh, I am a pretty big fan of NHL teams, as you can see around me, um, and it's something that I'm, I'd love to accomplish. It shouldn't be too difficult, but hopefully by the end of my lifetime, I will have accomplished that. That's a great one. That's amazing. I didn't even think of that. Uh, I have a couple sports ones too myself, but that's a good one, Dan. What do you think, Eric? So yeah, like Dan said, we talked about this literally a few days ago at work and I easily could have this one on as well. I figured Dan would have this one on there so I could just speak on it in this way and not have to have it on my list as well. But definitely something that I'd want to do as well. I've had the chance to go to around six different cities to watch different NHL teams play and it's always unbelievable the different atmosphere, the energy, just see how passionate different fan bases you might not expect to be as passionate for their teams, especially in the States, right? Like 
we got to go to Colorado this year, watch two games there, and that atmosphere there was off the charts. One of the craziest I've ever seen. On a Wednesday night, they had a cam where they had people had had to have people finish their drinks on the screen, and this person dumped a full beer in their boot and just downed it. And this is a weak night there. Like these people just don't mess around. So it was pretty cool to see. So I wonder what other kind of activities are going on in other cities. So. That's a, a sick one, Dan. I like it. I'll keep the theme going. Uh, m- one of my b- items on my bucket list is going to an NFL game live. I've never been. I'm not the big. I like baseball and hockey more, but I know that NFL, like when you're there, it's an event. It's special. It's insane. Like the best crowds in the world, arguably. I mean, that in soccer, I guess. But yeah, NFL. I'd, I'd love to go see the Bills uh, live. Um, I don't know when it's going to happen, but, I mean, have you guys been to an NFL game? Can you, like, vouch for my bucket list item? Uh, I have not, ironically. I've been to a CFL game, which is nothing comparable to an NFL game, but I'd love to one day. Yeah, can't confirm CFL not as hype as NFL. I've been to a few games, a couple of Bills games, and one uh, Philly Eagles game, actually, which is unreal. And uh, every time, it's just a it's a party out there. Like especially in Buffalo, they're uh, like it's a religion for them. Their football, they're jumping through the tables, just degenerate activity. But you love to just be around and see it. It's pretty cool. I'm excited to get back out there to um uh, maybe a Bills game again because it's the closest one. But I also would like to just to add on to Dan's one as well. Like seeing as many different NFL games in other cities would be cool too. But Probably hockey is more realistic for that. But no, I, I'd recommend to both of you to go to, to see an NFL game live. It's really fun. The tailgate is a big part of it. Like, that's a full-on party. Yeah. yeah. More stoppages, though, than you'd think. Like, if you watch a football game on TV, like, obviously, they're all broken down into one one play at a time. But there's a lot of stops in, like, momentum while you're at the game. So it's a, it's a bit interesting to see how, like, there's a play and then it's just dead. You wait a little bit, then the action starts again. Then everyone goes crazy on the third down, like to stop the other team or to get your team to get another first down. So that's the biggest one, I'd say, is third down when people really go nuts. So, no, that's a good one. I am. I don't think I have any sport. Actually, no, I have a couple sports ones, but I'll push those later. Um, my first one is... Now, this is something that I'm definitely probably going to have to push down the road. I don't know how this is going to look. But obviously, some people might not know this, but I am have a major in English. That's what I studied in university. So an item that I have on my list is actually to write a book. In uh, I don't know in what capacity that would look like, either like a autobiography or like a novel or something. But I do see myself as a pretty good writer. Like I think I'm a strong writer. So I feel like if I could channel that skill into that kind of venture down the road, it'd be pretty cool. I've written a lot of stories back in the day, not so much anymore, but um, I'm getting back into like writing little blogs on the sends that I just send to a couple of people there. If anyone wants me to send them to them, just let me know, add to my distribution list. It's just for fun. But uh, yeah, so write a book would be one for me. And uh, yeah, I'll just shout out the Emily Roach and uh, Rebecca that we had on the pod a while ago now that they actually, I went to high school with Emily and she wrote a novel and uh, I think that's just super impressive. So shout out to them. And uh, yeah, that's my first one. Love that. Honestly, um, I'm not a big reader myself, but when it comes to articles or blogs or something like that, I'll definitely just read through it quickly. 
but definitely if you'd read if you'd uh, make your own book i'd definitely uh read that maybe a few shout outs here and there and there hopefully <laughs> but um no i'd love to see that honestly i'd be uh, super proud and i'd love to read it i could i could 100 percent see you write a book eric i love reading your movie reviews on letterbox and no matter how long they are it doesn't matter they're because they're interesting totally see that even like not i could see you writing a non-fiction one too like just like a your thoughts, an autobiography, but more your outlook on life and stuff like that. Lay it down the road, of course. But yeah, no, good call, Eric. Nice. Thanks, fellas. First edition copy coming your way when it's when we're there. <laughs> so yeah, Dan, if you want to go back to you. All right. So the second one on my bucket list would be visiting Lebanon. I know it's something that uh, I've spoke about with my parents and family, as I am half Lebanese and Eric is as well. Uh, I'd love to go back to the uh, country where my grandparents came from, try to see their heritage, you know, the uh, tomato farms that uh, Shadow Jiddu talks about all the time. Like, I need to see that in real life, have the real Lebanese food in Lebanon. And it's uh, every time that someone goes there and they mention it to me, they always say it's a beautiful place. And it's just definitely had to be on my bucket list. Mm -hmm. That's a great one. I'm also half Lebanese and... My cousins just actually came back from Lebanon and they loved it. And I've seen a ton of pictures. It's a beautiful country. I might have to add that on my list, actually. Good call, Dan. But yeah, solid. Yeah. I mean, Eric. every single year I see people that I know who are Lebanese who do go to Lebanon for the summer. It always looks unreal. Just beautiful. It looks like crazy party scene as well. And just looks like a different world over there. And like you said, Dan, it would be great to reconnect our roots that for me is really foreign to me like I don't speak Arabic I'm not as um tapped into that side of the family as I would probably like to be and um that would be a really like um a culture shock to go over there but really important to do so it's definitely on my list too something that our family's talked about for years and hopefully it lines up one day that'd be awesome so that's a great one uh my next one is a little more on a smaller scale than what we've been talking about so far. Uh, I, as you guys know or might not know, I'm a big horror movie fan. I love scary movies. And it's my dream one day or on my bucket list to go to a horror film convention, mm -hmm. either in the States or in Canada, buy the merch, talk to like the people in the industry. There's always actors, directors, producers there. I always watch YouTube videos on like how they go and stuff like I'm really into that. I listen to podcasts too that talk about them. So go to a horror film convention. Um, they happen all over the place. So uh, it shouldn't be that hard for me to do. I just got to get my lazy ass in gear. But yeah, that's that's one. That's the sec my second uh, bucket list item tonight. Love that. Honestly, uh, when I was a kid, I was super terrified of horror movies. I'd be the type <laughs> of kid to close my eyes and sit on the on the couch and hide behind the covers but uh, maturing is realizing that there are some great horror movies i still get i still get jumps and scares here and there but i can tolerate sitting through a, a horror movie and honestly it might happen someday on my end as well maybe with uh, my brother dylan which is a horror movie fanatic as i should say yeah that's sick man i'm like same vein as dan i've talked about on the pod a bunch like i used to be terrified of horror movies i just recently got into them like a few years ago really and there are a lot of great horror movies out there that we've talked about at nauseam on here and going to a convention would be really sick like you probably also get to see like some behind the scenes stuff 
like some practical looks at how they made maybe some of their gorier effects and stuff like that and just be around a bunch of people who like the same thing as you it would just be a great environment to be a part of like for me too i could probably add on add this on to me as well i'd love to go like a comic-con style convention one day as well like one like going to the, one of the bigger ones would be maybe tougher to do like the san diego one but would be sick to do that and then just you got to commit to it too right like that's a dress up event like some people some people saw me in the spider-man onesie in april i'm going to say why but um they might have to level up for the actual convention appearance so do you have something that you'd dress up at matt if you have one like off the top where you choose a character to dress up at what would that be if you have one uh if I had to pick, I'd dress up as, like, Michael Myers from the Halloween franchise, I think. Just a jumpsuit and, like, the mask. Easy. Yeah. That is a good one. And I'll go with my next one that I feel like, again, I've already mentioned on the pod. I think back in the COVID days when we were trying new things and, like, setting goals for ourselves, I mentioned this. I'll just say it again. A goal of mine, bucket list, kind of small, is that I want to eventually brew my own beer. Like, at least one time, make a batch of beer. Our cousin, actually, Marise's husband, Mark, he brewed his own beer once. I think it was that summer, actually. He got the beer-making kit and uh, did it. It's kind of a two- or three-month commitment. But people do it, and um, I'd like to try it. I love beer, so I feel like it'd be a cool thing to do to see how it turns out, first of all. And then see if it's something I want to pursue, like Hank in Breaking Bad, and just start bottling my own. And you know, I gotta get a little side hustle going here. The pod ain't paying the bills, so just add that on there. <laughs> so that'd be my second one: brew my own beer. I like that. Uh, as we just came back from uh, Cleveland, we uh, consumed a lot of beer. Shut up, Bush uh, Peach Beer. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd love to brew my own beer, honestly. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know which kind of taste I would kind of aim towards. I am a pretty light beer type of guy, but, uh, definitely be something cool. Uh, definitely like an, a great outing to go do even in a, a warehouse or somewhere where they fabricate their, their beer and make your own from there. Love that. Yeah, Eric, it's a great pick. It's like killing two birds with one stone. You have a fun hobby and you get to enjoy the beer after you don't have to go out and buy your own. Like you're doing two things. It's awesome. I didn't even think that would, like, you have mentioned it before, but it completely escaped my mind. So caught me by surprise with that pick. Good one. Yeah, I definitely have to watch a YouTube video or 20 to get that formula down. I've done a bunch of brewery tours in the past, too. Obviously, this wouldn't be the same thing there. I wouldn't have that kind of equipment available. But I've seen how beer is done a bunch of times. Do I remember? Absolutely not. They give you all the ingredients and like, oh, this is how the barley's broken down into this granular. I'm like, all right, I just want to have the beers, like the samples, give them to me. So, but no, it, it's definitely. I think that's. I think that's definitely achievable in the next few years or so. For my third one, I'll switch it up a bit. Uh, I wrote seeing my dream lineup at Coachella. Mm. So. Coachella is something that I, I've watched multiple YouTube videos on. It looks like the craziest music festival there is that I'd love to be like a part of. I'd love to go there. I know it's in California, if I'm not mistaken, but a dream lineup for me would definitely be like Drake, Travis Scott, The Weeknd. I'd throw in like Frank Ocean in there, switch up the, the vibes a little bit, but definitely just like a, a great weekend outing where... All my favorite artists are there. 
and I can just enjoy and uh, spend some time with some friends. But yeah, that's my third one. That's awesome, Dan. Uh, I was thinking too of like stuff like that for my list. Like who would I want to see out of anybody? And Coachella is like so big. And I see a lot of videos on that too, actually. But no, like if it ever, if that lineup ever presents itself, man, it's like the stars line up for that. So no, that's good picks and uh, good, uh, good submission. Love that pick. Coachella, definitely bucket list for me. I've talked about wanting to go there for years. It always ends, like it's two weekends, right? The two then all the acts go there twice or they just stay around there and they do the two weekends and almost every year the second weekend is on my birthday so it's like oh like that would be the sickest birthday to go over there like 30 next year definitely not happening but i would definitely love to go there one day for my birthday and just rip it up out there me too it'd have to be a lineup that i really like but normally every time i see the lineup my god this would be sick to go see and they always get the biggest names, Coachella. So I definitely uh, agree with that as well. It's an item for me. I'll go with my uh, my next one is also like a destination one. I've actually never, never been down south, like to the Caribbeans or anything like that. I've never had like a ice cold beverage, alcoholic beverage on the beach. That's like the picture in my mind right now is me sipping on a rum and Coke on the beach. I've never done that in like the blistering sun. So that's an item on my list. Let's say like Dominican or doesn't matter where it is down south. Got to do it. It's on my list. I'm going to do it before I die 100%. <laughs> Love that. Uh, I've been to Punta Can in Cuba a few times in my life. Uh, just came out last year with a few buddies and definitely recommend either uh, Punta Cana or Cuba. That's the yeah. only places I have been. But uh, the drinks flow nicely. The volleyball is going. <laughs> the beach is beautiful just in paradise for a week so i'd love that yeah oh yeah the drinks flow nicely is an understatement it's easy to just <laughs> delete beers and any drink you want really out there because i swear to god that they're they water their drinks down over there because the amount that i'm able to consume and be like at a good level drunk and not like out of control is impressive because whenever I come, when I drink here, like I would not say I'm a heavyweight drinker whatsoever. I'll have like, like four or five drinks. I'm feeling it over there. It'd be like, you have like 10. You're like, all right, I can definitely keep going. No problem. So it's a different, it's a different lifestyle when you're out there and you just don't get hung over to, you always have energy to keep going. And it's just unreal to just chill on the beach, have a couple of drinks. And, um, yeah, it's like the dream setting. My next one is um, on the travel theme as well. It's something... I have a bunch I could have put for travel. I only put two down, but um, there's obviously a bunch more spots that I would want to go to that I wonder if you, you've put. So this one for me is I want to see the pyramids one day. Like I want to go to Egypt, ride a camel, and just go up to that landscape panoramic view of the pyramids of Gaza, I believe. And... Um, yeah, just it looks unreal, that alien tech. Um, and as a Yu-Gi-Oh guy from day one, I've always had an affinity for Egyptian culture. Back in the day, when I, I used to want tattoos, like I wanted a, a half sleeve on both arms, and I wanted on my shoulder a tattoo of Anubis, I think the god of death or something like that. I'm not even 100% sure. Just I like the look of Anubis. So if I could see that beauty on a hieroglyphic wall somewhere. That's the dream. So yeah, see the pyramids. It's up there for me. 
the first thing that came to mind when you said pyramids in Egypt would definitely be Moon Knight. Oh, no, I'd be man. lying to myself if I wouldn't say that. Um, honestly, yeah, uh, I saw there was rumors that Travis Scott was supposed to perform at the pyramids in Egypt. That would have been insane, but I have nowhere near the money to do so. But uh, eventually, one day, hopefully, I'd love to to visit the pyramids too. It looks breathtaking if you're standing in front of them, and it's crazy to kind of comprehend how this was man-made too great pick eric uh it's also a destination i'd like to visit not in my top like we'll get to that later where i'd want to go the most but it's like one of the most ancient civilizations ever and it's, it's there's a reason there's millions of tourists that go there every year to cairo so no that's solid eric good pick and you've been to a lot of places right already so this is there's still lots more to see though so yeah solid for my next pick, uh, it's something that's always been on my mind. Every day I wake up, I try to figure out how to do so. It would be uh, setting my parents financially free. Mm. So that's uh, always, as, as you're a kid, um, all, all my parents do is take care of me. They've spent loads of amount of money on me since the day I was born, even till this day. And I have to ref return that favor somehow. And I'd love to be in a position where I can they can no longer worry about any financial things that come into life because that is a big part of living on earth is money. Wow, Dan. Um, that's amazing. I mean, all the stuff on my list is like selfish stuff, like for my own personal pleasure, but you putting that there, like, that's amazing. Nothing like that's on my list, but no, that's, that's probably the best submission we're going to like, you can't top that really do it. Like paying it back to your parents for all the hard year. The, all the hard work they've put in that's awesome um i mean i wish i could I, I hope to do that one day too or i mean me it's the other way around my parents are uh, they're still helping me out so uh yeah no good really good pick dan you took the words right out of my mouth matt the first thing i thought was i'm selfish because all of these are all individualistic on my list that's the like you said also best submission we're we're gonna have on here and i can't really add anything more because i agree with all of you that it, that is the ultimate goal is to give back to your parents everything that they've sacrificed for us and they've done so much that you only realize like as you grow up what they've had to mm -hmm. put on the line to give you the life that they want you to have and that maybe they couldn't as well so shout out our parents we're all blessed to have some unbelievable parents and uh, hopefully we can end up being as good parents as our parents are to our kids down the road so but no, great pick, Dan. Beautifully said, Eric. Um, back to the selfishness. Um, <laughs> my last one was drinking on a beach. Now we're moving to drinking in my own home. So my next one is I, I one day want to build a man cave, more specifically build like a big bar in my man cave, in said man cave, like with like stools and a t like a, just a giant bar and have like a big sports area. Um, I don't know when it's going to happen. It's going to happen one day, though. Um, just to watch sports. I'm a big sports guy and have like my sense stuff and my girlfriend's a Penguins, Pittsburgh Penguins fan. So there'll be like Penguins and Senator stuff everywhere, I guess, and Toronto Blue Jays stuff. So yeah, a giant man cave where I can chill and drink and serve beverages. I have a dream of like being a mini bartender, you know, not like professionally, just like making drinks for people during a party. I kind of like that. Kind of like the barbecue guy. I'm like the drinks guy too. At night. Cool. So yeah, that's my, uh, that was, that's my next one. It's a good reference to an old episode, This or That with Curtis. Check it out. 
Uh, great pick, Matt. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that would be something that's unreal to have, like a bar in your basement. And uh, just like, I, I can picture that setup already. They're like the mahogany, deep brown wood. And uh, just like a shelves filled with uh, bourbon, some wild turkey, perhaps. Scotch. Bottles that we never touch because it tastes disgusting, but it's there, you know? Like, <laughs> no, no, that, that's a great pick, Matt. I like it a lot. Yeah, great pick, Matt. Uh, us, I'm still in my childhood home. Ironically, we did have a, a bar that my dad had made when we were kids. And all I remember from that bar is me hiding behind it. Playing <laughs> hide and seek. So nice. now that I enjoy somewhat drinking here and there, I'd love to have that in my basement one day. And uh, it'd just be so cool just to have a TV even there too. Just mm-hmm. bring a couple of buddies, even family. Just watch a game, have a few drinks, and just enjoy yourself. Yeah, great pick. Yeah. Yeah, having a good setup like that is key because you don't always want to be going out to watch a game. Like if you can be in a position where you can have a bunch of people over, kick it, Matt serving drinks, you just watch, you go the 7 o'clock game, the 10 o'clock game, maybe there's a pay-per-view event on at 1 a.m. You just roll them all out and you have yourselves a night. So that's a great pick. My next one, so yours wasn't that selfish, Matt. It's like you're still looking to have people over. Be a, like you, you have that set up to be able to accommodate others coming through and you know provide to the people, have drinks with them, all that. Mine is selfish, the next one. is My next one is I am, I've been golfing a lot better this summer than the last few years. Like last year I was better than the year before where I was really bad. But now I'm back on track and actually achieving greater heights than I ever have. And and I've been able to shoot in the 80s a few times this year. My bucket list now is to be able to golf in the 70s somewhat Whoa. consistently. Like I know this is definitely down the road, but I think it's possible. And that's kind of where my head's at is like my goal is I want to be someone who can get in the 70s and it's not a fluke. It's like, okay, yeah, good round 78. Like that's really good. But I also don't want it to be like it just happens one time and every other time it's like, oh, high 80s, low 90s. Like, I want to be at least low, mid 80s is like, okay, and then 70s, like, okay, good round. You know what I mean? So that's my goal, golf in the 70s down the road. Nah, even if I do it once, I'll be happy. But I love that. Um, as I just started to play golf this summer too, after four years of playing once or twice in my life, uh, I got the golf ick. I love it. I love it. I go at least one or twice, once or two times a week now. Uh, wow. Eric, we've golfed uh, together a few times, and we just the vibes are immaculate. Just always fun being on the course. Gotta have a beer in hand too. But uh, yeah, I was gonna put that on my list too, as I am a very mediocre golfer. I shoot uh, in the nineties and sometimes in the hundreds most of the time. <laughs> but uh, definitely in a few years or even ten years down the road. I hope to be able to shoot in the seventies as well. Yeah. Uh, I like you, Dan, I've, this is the year I've golfed the most in my life, which was only like five times, but I've never done that in the summer. So, uh, I also want to play more and I like that you're setting goals for yourself, Eric, you're giving yourself, yourself objectives and you're going to hit them. If you keep playing, I know you will, because it's just golf is like the more you have to play a shit ton to be good. So definitely see you one day hitting that. And maybe I'll be on the course right beside you when you break uh, 80. So, yeah, good pick, Eric. That would be awesome. And hopefully, I know the season's dying down now, Matt, but uh, hopefully next summer we can get out there at least once yeah. and uh, have a good run. I've golfed with your dad at least, I think, twice this summer. It was always a good time. He's a good golfer, too. Like He's uh, 
uh, impressive out there. So wouldn't be nice to have you out there with us as well. For sure. On to my next pick uh, for on off my bucket list uh, list would be owning my own business. Mm. Uh, as a kid, I feel like everyone's go to to think that they can become successful in life uh, would be to own their own business and kind of be your own boss and kind of have people under your wing and take care of them. Uh, I would I would just have no idea what I would like to pursue as a business idea, but uh, it's definitely always on the back of my mind. I always shoot it up uh, with conversations with friends, be like, let's bring Top Golf to Ottawa, but then we need to see of a money factor as well. But uh, hopefully, one day in the near future, I can achieve that. That's a great uh, that's a great pick, Dan. Um... There's so many, like, if you think of all the businesses that exist now, somebody had to think of them, like somebody had to come up with that next, that idea. So like, to me, that's the trickiest part. But once you do it, like you've, you've had it made being your own boss, your own hours, you, you like to work because you're putting it into your company. I I've heard that too. Like, it doesn't seem like work. It's more like, it's the thing to make your company flourish. It's your baby. Right. So <clears throat> being your own boss and entrepreneur like that, that's awesome. Um, yeah, good pick. Yeah. I like it as well. And um, like for me and Matt, like the closest thing to that would be the pod. Like that's a product that we own and uh, not very profitable at this point in time, but it's still like something that you're proud of. And then if you can make money out of it, that's the goal and down the road, right? So it's just like, it's tough, like you said, to find that idea that you can monetize and then just hit the ground running from there. But then when you do find it there, like it's uh, very rewarding and you enjoy going into work because it's something that you've built and it's most likely more fun than a job where like you don't really believe in what you're doing. You're just there for the paycheck kind of thing. So that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Like what you just said is very good, Eric, because like that's the only reason I'm at work. But I can't imagine like you want to work to grow this thing that you started. Like I can't even think that's. I can't even picture myself in that state of mind, actually. But uh, no, I hope it happens for you, Dan. Um, My next one is actually a music one. Like Dan had a music one earlier. I'm doing mine now. My the band that I want to see in concert doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be at a festival, but I want to go see a Greta Van Fleet concert because they're the best band in rock and roll at the moment. They're young. They're freaking. They sound like a 70s rock and roll band. They're amazing. I love their music. I'd love to go see one of their concerts. It'd be so loud and epic. Um, I'm not, I don't know if you guys are fami- familiar with the band, but man, they sound really, really good. So yeah, go see a Greta Van Fleet concert. Off the top of my head, I, I've definitely heard that name, but I am not sure if I have a few songs on my playlist for them. But uh, hopefully that happens for you. I, I can uh, definitely assure you that I will listen to them after this podcast. And I will let you know my take on Greta Van Fleet. But yeah, great pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, who can forget? Safari Song, absolute banger of an intro to their first EP from The Fires. Now, you might just be thinking that I'm just, I Googled them real quick, had that on my phone. That's the first time I came up. But I actually saw Greta Van Fleet in concert at Blues Fest 2017. Uh, Unbelievable uh, show. Uh, so at the time, that's the only album that they had out. It's just a short EP, eight songs. Mm-hmm. And they opened for the Foo Fighters. And the crowd was massive because everyone was there to see the Foo Fighters. But my friends had said, 
check out Greta Van Fleet. Like, just be familiar with their music because they're unreal. Like, they're on the rise. And I'm so happy I did because their show was... Like, Foo Fighters was really, really good. It was an unbelievable show. But I remember Greta Van Fleet more in that, like, it was more electric and they're hungry and their sound is like Matt said like it's old school I forget what band they got compared to I want to say the Rolling Stones like people were saying these or Led Zeppelin maybe I think it's Led 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 Zeppelin Zeppelin. Zeppelin. yeah Yeah. no no they're unreal I love that album and I've listened to a few of their other stuff their newer releases and uh, I've enjoyed it all but for me the first one is the one that I go back to the most because I I was there like for their first show in Ottawa really good stuff so yeah, I would definitely recommend Matt. And now that they have a lot more music out, I'm sure they're more comfortable on the stage and more music to perform is always better. So, yeah, it's a great pick. Thanks. Uh, my next one is just pretty simple. Something I'd like to do. I feel like it's something that people do like when they hit a milestone in age, like 25, 30, whatever. I'll just have to do this a random year. Um, it's uh, skydive. I want to get out there, jump from a plane, <clears throat> like Secretary Fox did in Harold and Kumar, Escape from Guantanamo Bay, minus minus the gun in air and no parachute. So actually not like him at all. <laughs> but yeah, that's something I want to do. Like, I feel like I'd be really scared though before I jump out. Like I know myself, I'm a, I get nervous for things like a presentation sometimes. Like I definitely still get some, um, I get those goosebumps every time. But, you know, I feel like jumping out would be, an exhilarating feeling and you feel like you're on top of the world you literally are in a certain sense and uh yeah yeah as long as i have someone strapped on the back with me there I'm, i'd be good lose my voice for sure so yeah that's one for me skydive i'd be lying to you if i say my palms aren't sweaty just by you talking about this uh, as i am terrified of heights but i, I thought about putting that on my bucket list too but I think I'm too scared. But if you do that one day, and I hopefully you do, get that GoPro footage and send it right over to me. I'd love to see that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that's a, like, I would skydive, but I don't know if I'd put it like something I must do because I'm a little scared too, uh, like Dan said. Um, but if someone were like, let's go skydiving, we're doing it for the, for my bachelor party or something, like something like every, all the boys are doing it. I'd be totally down to skydive, but I don't know if I'd have the nerves to go do it just like that. Uh, but it's a good pick, Eric. Solid. That's a crazy ask. If you're asking everyone at your bachelor party, like, yo, we're all skydiving. Let's go. Like, but actually it would be pretty sick though. Like you just, that's all, that's something you've, you can all additionally bond over that. Hey, we did that at someone's bachelor party. Maybe mine, who knows? We'll see. And uh, yeah, it'd be pretty sick. So skydiving like like you though dan i'm i'm still kind of scared of heights so that might be interesting to me to hear me say that but i feel like it's the um, the rush you get when you're in the air i feel like it'd just be cool to do but i like i said i'd be scared to jump out no doubt (laughs) but yeah so skydive over bungee jump i have no interest in bungee jumping i don't know if that's something that would interest you guys there but not for me yeah ironically uh next item on my list no way (laughs) uh yeah so uh, a few years ago we went to this uh kind of sort of man-made lake where you can do some zip lining over the water and there's also bungee jumping there and one of my friends uh paid the big bucks to do the bungee jumping as me and my brother did the zip lining and i always wanted to do it and when he told me how exhilarating it was even uh, his hair touched the water a little bit as he came down he said it was insane 
uh, super fun. I was just too scared to do it at that time. But I think it's time and uh, hopefully next year or something like that, I can get myself to, to jump off a cliff and uh, do that. But yeah, that's my pick, bungee jumping. That's awesome, Dan. I think I would do bungee jumping too if I was like on a trip at a location. In another location, I'd be totally down for that. Um, a little less, I'd be more willing to do that than skydiving, I think. Just not as high. And But yeah, no, solid pick. Great pick, Dan. I've long said I want to bungee jump myself. So let's just say it's great that we're on the same page. But no, actually, like, I, like for me, it's not something that interests me. Like, for me, and this might sound weird, but the rationalization is I feel like it'd be scarier to bungee jump because I imagine when you skydive, you're kind of just slowly going down. You're like a flying squirrel. You're like going down at a, a, a manageable pace and you're just seeing everything around you like, Again, bird's eye view, it looks great, the pastures. And then, whereas bungee jump is like a steep descent to like you in your situation, like in some sort of canyon or something. And then I'd probably be panicking, like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Like, if, like I'm seeing my death right in front of me. And then you're relying on that, like, um, I don't know what the proper word is there, but the, the mechanic. Bungee cord. The bungee cord to just stop you and then slingshot you back up i feel like that panic would be next to incomparable so for me i don't think it's something i'll ever do honestly my dad's done it he said it was unreal so hey people love it but this is not for me i uh, gotta be honest but if you do it i hope it goes like that you have a great time with it and um that it is everything you hope it will be I just can't imagine that uh, that head rush that goes into it when you're going down. Your head must just be like flopping all around. Yeah, yeah, it must be a huge thrill um, and shot of adrenaline. Okay, so the next, my next one is this is my dream like destination, the first place I want to go to. Um, it's to go to Italy and travel all like go see all the the big cities in Italy, specifically Rome. Probably spend like five days there, then go. Florence, Venice, all the other cities. I love Italy because the food, the culture. I love, I'm a big history guy. I went and studied history in university. I want to see all the Roman history. That's the big, that's why Italy would be number one. And I heard it's a beautiful country. I mean, Eric, you've been, Dan, I don't know if you've ever been there. Uh, you can tell us after I finish. Um, but yeah, no, Italy cannot, I, I've never been to Europe, guys. I want to go to Italy first and hit up all those spots. So yeah. Yeah, I've never been to Europe. Uh, I'd love to. Uh, it's something that I've talked about with a few friends that ironically have went a few months ago and they said it was beautiful. It's just like they were sending me photos and just the views of it's a different way of living than it is here in Canada. Mm -hmm. And just the the food, the the way you don't have to tip in some places, just a different way of life. It It just looks super cool. And I'd love to experience it one day. I love that the no tippings first thing that comes to mind. I agree, honestly. I'm just, yeah, I don't know. I could get into a lot of stories about tipping that it would not make me look good on this pod, but those are it's in the past. But anyways, um, yeah, Italy. I've been to Rome. I actually just spent one day there. It was a quick day thing. Um, got to see pretty much everything in Rome except for the Vatican. Like I went to Vatican City, but you had to pay to get into actually Vatican itself which is a long, like that would probably take a full day itself. So I didn't go that route, but I got to see everything at like the Colosseum, 
the um the Spanish steps. It's the steps that you've seen in all those movies, like in yeah. um, Talented Mr. Ripley, um in Fast Ten actually, I'm pretty sure there's a scene on or um, Mission Impossible, the new movie there, Dead Reckoning Part One. Yeah. And um yeah, I had pizza there, pasta, gelato, just hit all the staples and just unreal food. It looks I love the lifestyle in Europe. I've said this a bunch. No tipping. It's it's unreal. And um everyone just looks in shape out there. The styles are great. It's um yeah, it's a completely different lifestyle over there. So I'd definitely recommend to head out there and I would go back to Italy to see the other sides like Tuscany and like more countryside and things like that. So it's a great pick, Matt. Thank you. My next one would be Again, something that's been talked about on the pod, the lore of me and uh, being a part of this is well documented on here, which would be the logical next step for me in this line of work, which would be to get a speaking role in a movie. Now, if this is one line that that is accomplishing that goal, like I'm not expecting to become a full-fledged actor here. I'm an extra. That's where that's my role in Hollywood. But I would like to get one line in a movie or something. Even if it's like, just like, uh, the the dealer says like, yo, you're light. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. This is fucked up. Things happen. I don't know. And then I get capped. Like, that's a line. That's a great, that's, a, that's actually a great role to get. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know what else I need to say on this. Go check out The Exchange if you haven't seen it yet. It's on Crave. Yeah, I'd want, I'd want to, I want to get back into the acting scene, you know, and like I said, I want to speak in one of these things, so that's my next pick. I love that. Uh, I know we've talked about previously that you've had some extra roles in some movies, and uh, I definitely see you being a great speaker on camera as you are doing this podcast now as well, but uh, maybe a Marvel cameo uh, <laughs> sometime in the near future. Uh, but no, I love that pick. Uh, hopefully that happens for you. Uh, Eric, I can totally see that happening. And like, again, like a more indie, maybe not Marvel, but like an indie movie, a shot, like a Canadian movie, you get a line in, boom. You ha- As soon as you get that one line in, Eric, you get an IMDb page, you're a registered Screen Actors Guild actor, you get a card, then you can keep going after that. And you can be like, a, a, like not even an extra, but like a super minor character and like maybe a show Maybe a recurring character in a coffee shop in, in a locally filmed show. Who knows? I can totally see that. And you won't have to travel. They shoot it like nearby. Uh, this is when you're older, of course. You know, you're like more of a seasoned veteran. Uh, but yeah, I can totally see that happening one day. They're shooting a lot of stuff in Canada. So, yeah. I would love that. To be a recurring character. <laughs> that's just like, guys, the guy who has this coffee every day at the counter at like Monk's Cafe or something. I would love that. <laughs> And me and Marvel, yeah. like, who knows? Maybe I'm what can save this fr- this dying franchise. <laughs> Let's not go down that path. But, yeah. On to my next one here. Kind of sort of like Eric's pick where it was uh, making your own book. I would love to uh, be a part or even create my own song. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I am a person, as I'm looking into a wall full of album covers in front of me, I have a huge passion for music. I I send multiple songs to some of my close friends. I send them one song a day for them to listen to, and I'd love to hear their input on it. Uh, I think it's a matter of time in the near future where I put myself 
either on the keys, on the drums, or anything just to be a part of a song for people to listen to and to enjoy. Wow. Uh, I don't think I realized, Dan, how much into music you were. I remember the episode we did was about like Desert Island musicians, right? Yes, it was. And you talked passionately about the artists that you, the five artists you selected. And I don't think I realized how much, in, like you're really into music, like probably as much as I'm into movies. So that's, I love people. I love hearing people talking about their passions and hearing them talk about that. And that's awesome, Dan. Like never always keep plugging away at that, at your passions and um, you, it will happen one day. I kind of want, I want to ask you a million music questions now, but uh, another time. I could definitely see you doing that, Dan. Like, um, I don't know if the first step to that would be, like you said, like learning the instruments, like on either your laptop or the actual physical instrument. If you want like a keyboard attachment, I don't know if you have one of those things to be honest, but that would be, I think a good starting point. And then from there, just keep practicing and then laying it down in the, um, the mixer, the final um, version of it. But no, that'd be unreal. I could definitely see that, like I said. And you just sending songs to be like maybe a little side tangent here. But that could be like a venture if you wanted for yourself, like um, to start either a pod or blog or something, some sort of service where like a page where you post something once a day, like, hey, check it out. This is my recommendation for the day. And like, it's simple. I'd definitely tune in. Like, that's an easy thing to... We're like one song a day. Like, okay, let's check out what has he got today. And that's also a cool way to like share a part of your personality, I feel, where you're sharing like what you like and then you're like, hey, hopefully other people like this. And if like a random person, like, hey, like I didn't know anyone else who knew this artist. Like I love them too. Like it's a cool way to connect with people. So just throwing ideas out there. But um, yeah, that's sick. When it came to the keys, I think 2024 is the year where I, I will splurge on a new laptop and kind of sort of figure out the logistics of making music behind the scenes. So uh, glad you mentioned that. But yeah, thank you. And that feeling when you recommend like a uh, an artist to someone and they go down the rabbit hole of like discovering when you make people discover things like that, there's no feeling like that. I love discovering you, Eric. You've you've made me discover so many rap artists just by doing the top ten list the last three four year, three years, right? So. That's awesome. Great feeling. It's good sharing recommendations. My next one's way more low key than what we were just talking about, but uh, it's again, it's a home thing. And I definitely have the space to do this, but it's my day, one day, my dream to build like a big garden in my backyard for vegetables because A, I'll be saving lots of money, but that's not the reason I'm doing it. I'm doing it because it's going to be very rewarding to watch the garden grow and like fee it basically supplement me and like uh, i won't have to i can everything will be farm fresh and i already get eggs now from a gut from a co-worker from his he has chickens and everything so i get those all farm fresh and my dream one day is to have all like the greens come from my garden and even like herbs like fresh herbs and stuff it's a long-term goal i'll have to build this but uh I'd love to do that. It'd be hard work but like I, i'd feel like an old school farmer you know even if it's just a little garden so gardens uh, on my list that's a great pick matt uh ironically just uh it's been over two years now where uh, our family started to have our lo- our own little garden which uh consists of like tomatoes cucumbers mint and on a quarter stuff like that but uh this year it was a uh, it's a big miss uh in our garden even uh for our grandfather as well uh, we didn't have many 
tomatoes or cucumbers, but it is something so cool of just looking at it and picking it yourself and no preservatives, nothing like that. No, it's just straight from the garden, wash it right into your mouth. Yeah, great pick. Yeah, yeah, great pick, Matt. And uh, me too, it's something that I was considering putting on the list as well. And um, something that I've done in the past, or like the last few summers, probably since COVID, honestly, that we've grown like a few vegetables here and there. Not easy though. Like you have to have the proper setup to make sure critters don't go at them. And uh, it gets a hassle and you have like finally like some tomatoes are taking and then you turn around, there's like a bite taken out of it from like a, a squirrel. They don't even finish it too. They just have one bite and they're like, all right, peace. I got what I came here for. And you can't, you're not trying to catch some sort of vile disease from these rodents but if you have the right setup and ideally even something to keep everything like the critters out of it your money and the quality just doesn't compare to anything you'll buy like at a grocery store so right on i love that pick so my next one will be along the food line as well and also travel a bit of both so one that i want to do down the road is have sushi in japan Shout out Post Malone. And also just like Japan is a country I've long wanted to go to since I saw Tokyo Drift back in 2004. It just, the culture over there is unreal. It looks so futuristic. And there's a lot of cool hikes that you can do over there as well. A lot of, uh, a mix of both, right? The technology, the food, and the beautiful nature, the scenic views, all of that. But yeah, the sushi, definitely up there. We're big sushi people, so I feel like having that, that authentic sushi would be completely different to what we have over here. Kind of like earlier, to bring it back to your point, Dan, on the Lebanese food that we have in Ottawa compared to in Lebanon, I'm sure it's night and day. So I would imagine it's similar for the sushi. And as I've gotten into anime this year, I would be cool to see like some of their uh, things over there. Maybe get some merch, an Attack on Titan hoodie. So, you know, all that. So, yeah, that's my pick. Sushi in Japan. I love that. Uh, honestly, I just started watching One Piece 2, getting into a bit of anime, which is uh, something that I, I quite enjoy watching after work. But uh, Sushi in Japan, uh, I'd love to do that one day, too. I I start kind of sort of started getting into some sushi uh, just this year, ironically. And it's... Uh, I guess people say it's an acquired taste, but I, I kind of seem to enjoy it. But Japan has always been something I've, I wanted to discover and kind of adventure over there ever since watching Tokyo Drift, as you had mentioned before. But yeah, great pick. It's an excellent pick, Eric. I would love to have sushi in Japan too. Japan's a country that has like both like the scenic nature and also like the super modern cities and technology to like rival, like Tokyo can rival any city on earth in terms of modernness but it's got a rich history too with temples and yeah i love their culture too i love japanese movies from like the like black and white movies and their new stuff too is amazing also watching a bit more anime too oh japanese culture is phenomenal i'd love to go there too but i mean uh, that'd be far down on the list because it freaking yeah it, it ain't cheap so but everything I hear about Japan is it's great and it's it'd be like an attack on the senses, you know, like visually and your ears and like so much to do there. And they're such they're such an efficient country. They're so small, but so powerful. Like, yeah, uh, good pick. 
compact hotel rooms from what i hear very like, everything's just stacked on top of one yeah. each other for my next item on my bucket list i have it, this is kind of sort of cheesy but i'd love for this to happen is to have a conversation with drake mm. drake has mm. been an artist ever since i had my first ipod shadow ipod 3 uh i kind of sort of started listening to some little wayne and some drake and ever since then there's not a song that he does not drop that I listen to. And I've watched a few of his podcasts. And uh, I just love the his personality. He's just funny, always joking around, a great person to be around. And to kind of gain some knowledge from such a well-represented person like he is, it would just be amazing for me. That's great, Dan. I, I, I was wondering if one of us would have like meet our idol or meet someone we look up to on our list. And you did. So that's great. Uh, again, I didn't know how much, like, until today, like, you're really into the artists you love, like, you, that's your thing, music, and, uh, would you say Drake is your number one, uh, Dan? Uh, yeah, definitely Drake is my number one. So it'd be like, for me, it'd be like meeting my favorite actor of all time, like, that's awesome, talking to your idol, and yeah, good, no, no, solid pick. I'm sure Drake would be sick to hang out with, like, looks like a cool guy, like, like you said, really funny seems to be liked by everybody except for Pusha T and Kanye probably but uh yeah I mean he'd be really cool to hang out with like well connected he definitely hook it up for the night too like you're going to some crazy spots like Wagyu steak on deck as an entree probably and then you go out somewhere else and he's just uh, the man and like you learn a lot from him too right like how he's what I'm really impressed about by Drake is how he's been able to stay at the top of the rap game and just the musical scene for so long since like 2009 which is when he really burst onto the scene hasn't looked back since so just to pick his brain into how he's done it and uh, any tips that he could have for anyone who wanted to grow their own business or just be successful in life obviously he'd tell you probably a lot of hard work but um yeah, uh, yeah, as someone who has it all, really, and um, Dan and I were talking about this the other day there, but uh, Drake should really get into more comedic acting roles. Like he's funny in the interviews that I've seen him in. He does skits online too. Like he's just joking around, being goofy and stuff, but it works. And uh, he's someone I feel like should look to transition to mo- movies after he's kind of done with music, if he ever is. But anyways, that's a good, good pick, Dan. I can totally see him going to movies because he's acted before, obviously on TV shows, and like he can do it. He's a man. I know. I I don't even know it. Like Dan, you know way more about him than I do, but I know he can do anything. He's one of those special people. He can do anything because he's got the drive. Um, yeah, but yeah, solid pick. Um, my last one, the last one I have is every year I watch the Stanley Cup playoff, the Stanley Cup being hoisted in celebration by the winning team. And it is my dream to witness this in person, hopefully by the Ottawa Senators, but uh, it doesn't have to be the Ottawa Senators. It could be like, I go see like game seven and I'm seeing the cup no matter what, but like, it's my dream. Let's just say it's the Ottawa Senators. It's my dream to be there in person and see the captain hoist the cup and yell triumphantly. That would be epic. It gives me goosebumps just watching it on TV. So imagine being there, partying all night after. That's like huge item on my bucket list. That's why I saved it for last. So yeah, seeing the Stanley Cup hoisted like live, being there celebrating. That's a great pick, uh, Matt. 
I'd love to see that happen in Ottawa too. Hopefully uh, we can make the playoffs this year as we have a pretty decent team. I've never actually seen the Stanley Cup in person, but to see someone win and be in that stadium, even a game seven game is just, it must be electrifying. And I'd love to hopefully do that one day. But yeah, great pick. Would be unreal too. Obviously hoping it's Ottawa as well that we see. But yeah, any city you can be in to see that team. Ideally the home team too. Like if you're in another city like in, yeah. I don't know, like Nashville or something. And Nashville wins the cup. Like you'd want that and not have like whoever. I'm not going to say Pittsburgh because we don't need to go over that. But another team win the cup. So yeah, no, that'd be sick, Matt. I, uh, I would also say that'd be a bucket list item for sure. And yeah, hopefully let's just start with start with making the playoffs this year, and hopefully in a yeah. few years we can get that cup hoisted in Ottawa with us in attendance. Um. So yeah, I guess last one for. Do you have another one, Dan? I know Matt said it was the last one. You have one more. No. No. Okay. All right. So I have two. I'll just rip uh, the one that's more realistic. There. I had learned to be a mechanic as the other one, so that's just not gonna happen. But I think one that is possible is um. Just to build something with wood, which I've kind of done, honestly, in COVID times, you might recall, I built a table out of a, a piece, a few pieces of two by four and a little Wayne poster. It's actually a great little table, but you would, you would say, look at it, it's pretty pedestrian and uh, it got thrown in the trash. So that just kind of tells you the status of that table. It was fun to do, though. I had a great time. And a cool way to use a poster, but the corners were just jagged edges. Like, if you slam your kneecap into that, like, you're bleeding. So, I want to build something with wood. Also, like, shout out our grandfather, uh, CVO. He was a carpenter. So, it'd be also a way to pay homage to his legacy, where he built, like, a lot of, um, like, uh, immeuble, like, furniture. It's like beds. I don't know if I'll ever get to that level, but if I could make kind of like on to Matt's point, a garden bed where like it's an elevated mm. bed where you could put soil in and then grow things in for a little garden. Like something like that I feel like is realistic and be quite big, but like sandpaper, some varnish and uh, just make it sustainable that it's something you can use every year and that looks good. Like my dad built one for um well my at my parents' house. I kind of assisted in making that, but cannot take any credit, really. Like, my dad, uh, back in the day, and I think your dad, Dan, as well, helped build a shed in my parents' house in the backyard back in the day with them, my grandfather's. Probably, I think so. So, something like that would be really cool to do. So, build something. That's a great pick, Eric. Uh first thing that came to mind when you said to build something is the uh, horrifying uh, time that I had to build a cover for our deck in our backyard and I'm not a pretty hands-on guy when it comes to mechanical tools and stuff like that but uh, it's definitely something that I'd love to to learn more about and kind of get myself hands-on to kind of see the logistics behind kind of sort of stuff like that but yeah great pick it's a very good pick, Eric. Uh, I'd like to do that too one day. I like you talked about the garden. That's what I'd love to do. I've learned more in the last year. Learned more like mechanical and hands-on stuff than I have in the last thirty combined. 
it's insane how much I've learned when I had like had no choice but to learn and like use people around me and YouTube as teachers. But uh, it can easily happen. If you have the time and the resources, you can do anything, especially with the internet now. Everything's there. So very, very good uh, pick. I'm kicking my, I should have maybe added that to my list too, but uh, no, it's solid, Eric. Well, I mean, we could probably say that around, we have said that about a lot of our picks. So by not having it on our list, we've been able to add stuff that others have had. And it's like, yeah, it's on mine too. So it's a collaborative effort out here. Um, so yeah, no good picks, everybody. And we got a couple of listener submissions that we can just go through, share thoughts on. So the first one was from the homie Sam Labby. He said, walkable cities. I had to ask for additional context here. I didn't understand what he meant. And he told me cities that have more pedestrian infrastructure that make it easier to play Pokemon go. So I guess access to just, I guess walking around and catching more rare Pokemon, maybe a Suicune or a Gyarados and bodies. Actually, those are two water Pokemon. So I don't know how, practical that would be in a walkable city raikou and raidon i don't know anyways so yeah walkable cities so going to more of those cities that have like infrastructure for pedestrians like i think new york has a good uh, parks yeah yeah as a pokemon go player or an x player because i don't play anymore i don't have the time yeah it's all about like huge parks and like 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 roads in ottawa like spark street where there's no cars like that's that's the the haven for pokemon go like if we had more streets like that yeah, it'd be awesome. If, like, Elgin was just a walking street, not a drivable street, it'd be, a, like, a hub, too. So I can see his point. I bet you a lot of modern cities have more stuff than we have here in Canada for that, like, walkable, like, walk-only and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah. I like that pick. Uh, ironically, uh, Sam is my friend. And uh, Elgin Street, last week, we just went on a walk all the way down through Elgin, cut a few uh, side streets here and there, but... Uh, a lot of pokey stops uh and the grind mm. the grind is continuing onto pokemon go i was off for a few years but it's a nice uh it's good to grab a go uh go for a walk and just uh, get those steps in and catch some pokemon along the way and i probably i don't know if they it would extend over to europe but those would be good cities to go to because there's a lot of walking space like Amsterdam, for oh, yeah. example, like you're you're in the minority if you're driving in Amsterdam. So <laughs> those would be like some great walkable cities for Pokemon Go. Just thought of that now. So yeah, thanks for the submission, Sam. So the next one is from the homie, multiple time recurring guest Justin Mocktinger. He said, kind of similar to yours, Dan. See the Leafs or Jays as the away team in as many mm. arenas slash ballparks as possible. So it's by taking his teams and going to other cities to see them play, which I think is awesome. Like, I've never seen Ottawa play in another city, which I feel like would be... Oh, no, that's not true. In Montreal, I did. But I'm, I'm thinking of, like, going to, like, Seattle to watch Ottawa play, too. It would be amazing. So I love mm -hmm. that pick. Just to be able to cheer for your own team where... Toronto, though, there's a bunch of Leaf fans everywhere, so you might be in the majority in going to those games and cheering for the Leafs. But I feel like Ottawa, like, there'd be a couple of us, we'd get up, like, hey, point at each other. Like, the camera, like, there's a great chance the camera's going to you. Yeah. Like, oh, let's find the three yeah. Ottawa fans in this room. <laughs> so that'd be unreal. So, yeah, I love that pick. It, it 
Good pick, Justin. I've actually seen the blue, the Toronto Blue Jays in Baltimore, and it was awesome being a Jays fan because, yes, you do spot the other Jays fan. You're high-fiving, and everybody hates you, and it was epic. So, yeah, great pick. Yeah, I love that pick as well. As I am a former baseball player and Blue Jays fan, I'd, I'd love to be able to do so. Uh, I've never seen any, like, my favorite teams in an away arena. But that would be cool if I had the financial stability to do so. I would follow the Sens all around for the year. That'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be sick. So thanks, Justin. And then the last one is from my mom. And she submitted visiting Australia and New Zealand, which is one that I was definitely considering putting on there. So I'm glad that she submitted that. Don't have to. And uh, yeah, because those are two countries that I definitely do want to go to. Uh, Andy's been to New Zealand, actually skydove in New Zealand, which I don't know. I'll, I will not be able to top that if I ever skydive. That's unreal that she did that. But yeah, so it'll be, I'm sure, hopefully she wants to go back with me, but I definitely want to make that happen. And uh, if not, well, I can go with my mom as well. So well, I got options potentially. So we'll see. Uh, but no, Australia, New Zealand, that's like a, I feel like a month long trip where you do maybe two weeks in each country you see like where they film Lord of the Rings and all that would be un- oh, yeah. unbelievable. Great Barrier Reef. So, yeah, no, I love that pick. It's a good submission by your mom, Eric. Um, they would say, it's on my list too, not at the top for destinations, but like just the Lord of the Rings stuff in New Zealand would be enough to convince me like, okay, we're doing it two weeks in New Zealand. And uh, just the climate too. Like it's, it's hot down there, but it's nice. I mean, if you like the warm weather. So, yeah, good pick by your mom. Yeah, I love that pick from your mom as well. Uh, Australia would definitely be somewhere where I love to go. But then again, I am terrified of spiders. And I I hear hear that there's a lot of spiders over there. But uh, definitely Sydney, Australia would be the go-to spot for me if I had the opportunity to do so. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of dangerous animals over there, honestly. A lot of venomous and poisonous insects. And, um, yeah, like this, there's a, like a strip, I want to say, of just wasteland that you don't want to get caught out there at nighttime where it gets extremely cold. There's, like, a gas station for, like, a stretch of, like, hours. That's it. There's nothing else out there. So it could get dicey if you're, like, caught on low fuel or something out there. So it's uh, about prepping and planning well when you go out there for sure. So... Yeah, so no, those are the submissions. Thanks a lot, everybody. Love when you chime in and we get to go over them. We got a bit of time rolling over there. We could uh, maybe recommend a few things we've been watching, listening to, etc. I can kick us off. There's an album that dropped today by a rapper called Rome Streets. He dropped an album called Noise Candy 5. So the fifth installment in the Noise Candy series, which I have not heard the first four. But I quite enjoyed the fifth. If you'll recall, Rome Street's rapper that I discovered a few years ago had my number three album in 2021, Death and the Magician. Check that out if you haven't heard that. But Noise Candy 5, really good. It's like very lyrical, like kind of underground rap, but I mess with it big time. Some good features on there. Joey Badass, Boldy James, Currency, all rappers I really like. So hearing him with them on there was a treat for me as I was going through the Superstore aisles this morning and just listening to that album. Really good first listen. So would recommend that. 
great pick, uh, Eric. Uh, I know we, we do send each other a few albums, but that is definitely something that I'd love to listen to, and I probably most likely will do so in the near future. Uh, if I had to recommend something on my end, I'm not sure uh, to do so yet, but uh, I have recently watched Loki back again, so hopefully it's, uh, it's going to come back with a bang. Hopefully Kang stays around. Won't uh, indulge too much on, on that, but yeah. I like it. Uh, I did not listen to that album yet, Eric. I saw it drop this morning. So I haven't checked it out yet. Loki, very solid. Um, can't wait for the new stuff. Um, I, I'm trying to think of music. I mean, Magic 3 by Nas. I listen to it a bunch now. I really like it. His, his run's been unreal. I want to recommend, I'm going to recommend Ahsoka, the Star Wars show. I'm, we might do an in-depth episode, Eric, but like, I've been loving every episode and here's why. I'm not going to get into details, but it's gone into more like a fantasy element of Star Wars, more lore and myth-based. That's all I'm going to say. That's why I've been digging it. Um, so that's the show I've been watching. I also finished One Piece, loved it. This is the live action, not the anime. Uh... We might talk about that in a future episode. So yeah, those are two solid shows right now. I'm I finished, or I mean, Ahsoka's almost done. But yeah, you agree? Yeah, one episode left of Ahsoka. I've been loving it. I found that it's it's getting better as the weeks go by. I'm I'm excited to rewatch it down the road. See how it looks like now that I know where everything goes. One Piece, I love that as well. I'm sad that we gotta wait like probably a few years for season two, but really really enjoyed that. So definitely recommend if you haven't watched that. And yeah, Ahsoka. Definitely down to do an episode on that. Won't say too much, but I'll just drop a gem of a quote that came from last week's episode in that show from the homie Balin, which was, Impatience for victory will guarantee defeat. Like, unreal line, first of all. That just applies for everything in life, I feel like. If you rush into things, like you just want... Immediate gratification. You like you're not putting in the necessary work to get there. You're cutting corners or whatever. It's not gonna work out. So apply patience. Impatience for victory will guarantee defeat. I was like, oh, oh, what a line! As soon as he said it. And the way he said it and his look, Ray Stevenson. Man, I miss him already. Rest in peace. He, uh, anyway, yeah. we'll talk more about him and when we do our episode on that show. But yeah, great stuff. Yeah, I'll throw in another show just really quickly. If you want something light that I just started on Prime Video, I'm like four episodes in. It's called Upload on Prime Video. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's like a, honestly, it's like a Black Mirror style show, but the lighthearted version of it where it's a lot of futuristic technology where when people die, you can pay to have your consciousness live on in this other world where you can still be in contact with the real world it's pretty crazy it's it's actually really funny too like it's a lighthearted show with a lot of cool different concepts and i'm surprised at how funny it is like it's a it is a comedy and um rated r too so i was like all right nice let's go i I like some f-bomb comedies and it's from one of the one of the minds of the office too it's like these people just keep pumping out shows so Good stuff. Check it out. Upload on Prime Video. The third season is dropping in like a few weeks too, so I would recommend. Uh, as I hear that it's somewhat of the creators of The Office, I have recently finally uh, had myself the chance to start The Office. Nice. And uh, Michael Scott just never fails to crack me up. 
I have no idea why I waited so long to listen to the show, but I just kept sawing my brother hear the intro in his room at night, and I'm like, okay, I have to listen to it. I was like you, actually. It took me a long time to binge the whole show, and when I did, I was like, why haven't I done this sooner? Perfect show, yeah. And before Matt, I was in the exact same situation where everyone was telling me, you got to watch it. I was just putting it off, and then I finally did it. It's like, oh, my God, what have I been doing? It's so good. And it's a one probably dan when you're done you'll be like, i'm starting it again because like so much time will have passed and you'll you'll still want to keep going with them so they go back and then you laugh even more it's funny how it works at the office like you pick up little things i've seen it quite yeah. a few times it's hilarious but i'm now i'm taking a good break of not going back to it probably for like another year or so and then rip it again and uh yeah, you need to space it out after you've seen it quite a few times there. But no, Office is classic. And also, I just want to say, Loki, I'm pumped for season two. Hopefully, that delivers because, yeah, I love season one as well. Might rip that real quick before season two drops. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good spot to wrap it up. Good bucket list, good recommendations. Dan, thanks a lot for joining us. We needed a guest to come through. It had been a long time, and you absolutely delivered. Any final notes for the listeners? Uh, I just want to thank uh, Eric and Matt for uh, having me on this podcast today. It's I know it's been a long time, uh, give or take a year, uh, maybe on the exact same day. So I love that and uh, hope to be back soon enough. I'll definitely have you on again. Uh, we'll see when. Don't have to. Don't have to say in a year. Maybe it's less than that. Who knows? We'll see. So um, Matt, as per usual, absolutely crushed it. Any final notes for the listeners? Yeah, everybody, thanks for listening. And Dan, thanks for coming on. You were amazing. Made my job a lot easier. It's always fun to have a guest. We, we get I don't have to talk as much, and I get to hear insight from somebody else. Um, so thank you for coming on. Everybody, I hope you're enjoying the lo- uh, like the fall weather right now. And uh, yeah, have a good one. Yeah, well said. So thanks a lot, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned for episodes dropping every two Mondays. Continue to now enjoy the fall season, maybe mix in some horror movies.